Greetings, everybody. Hoping the new year has been treating every single one of you well so far. Thanks for stopping by and making Paranormal Prowlers Podcast part of your morning, day, night, whenever you listen and wherever you are listening from. From tiny village to the biggest of cities, I am extremely grateful for every single one of you. Please uh, bear with me as I'm getting over the sickness and so my throat is kind of scratchy but I'm here. (laughs) Those tunes that you just heard is, of course, courtesy of the amazing Bobby Mackey. And as always, I am your host, Tessa Morrow. Located within Chicago is a small village known as Justice. Less than three square miles. I love those towns again. It's no secret. I am a huge fan of just like little tiny, small, where everybody knows each other's name kind of places. And as you drive down the major road that goes through Justice, well, that's Archer Avenue. You will come upon a white sign, simple enough, blue writing on it, and it reads Resurrection Catholic Cemetery, consecrated 1904. With 400 acres, Resurrection Cemetery is said to be Justice's largest cemetery, and it has a large reputation to go with it when it comes to legends and myths. Extremely active when it comes to the paranormal and supernatural. And around 190,000 people, well, they rest here eternally. When I was in Chicago last year, that was like one of the places I wanted to go to. Right, I wanted to go to Resurrection Cemetery, pay Resurrection Mary a visit. I wanted to go to the original site of H.H. Holmes Murder Castle, which is now a post office. And I unfortunately didn't get to do those things. But I was talking with my sister's fiance's sister, so my future sister-in-law, and she grew up in the area, as did my soon-to-be brother-in-law. And so she was talking to me a little bit about the cemetery and I shot her over a text and I wanted just to read what Megan shared with me because she's a little more knowledgeable, a lot more knowledgeable when it comes to the cemetery than me since she's been there a number of times and grew up hearing stories and what have you. So this is what Megan wrote. I always remember hearing about Resurrection Mary and find her looking for a ride on Archer Avenue. The entrance is in Archer near a residential area. The cemetery itself is largely from the Polish population of the city. Rumor has it that one night in the 50s, a girl was waiting for her prom ride and she got hit. There's a ton of sightings. I felt like we heard a ton about it growing up in the Catholic schools and also working for the Catholic cemeteries. We all know the urban legend of the famed hitchhiker. The man, he's in his old Chevy pickup, driving down the road. 
It's a bit on the foggy side, so he's straining to see. When all of a sudden, from the fog, appears a woman. Her hair is wet from the rain. Her thumb is out, and a look of relief is plastered on her face when she sees the truck approaching. Usually he's not one to just kind of pull over, let a stranger in, but he feared that if he didn't pick her up, the woman would get hit by a car due to being concealed by the fog. He lets her in, and as they drive down the lonely road, they make small talk. When she suddenly tells him to stop, he glances out the window for half a second, expecting to see a house, and when he looks back, the woman is gone. He did not hear the door open or close, which, let's face it, in his old Chevy, you would definitely hear that. She was there one second, and she was gone in a flash, vanishing into thin air. Where the hell did she go? Many people have experienced just that. Always seems to be this woman. It's always a woman. And many times it's shitty weather or just like really cold. And people take pity on the hitchhiker who's soaked in water and drenched with despair. They offer her a ride in which she accepts ever so gratefully. They talk when suddenly, guess what? Nobody's there. And Justice Illinois is not the only place that this has been going on. Many places have their own stories and legends and urbans when it comes to the vanishing hitchhiker. Resurrection Mary, that's what they call her here in Chicago's Justice. Stories, they date back to the 1930s of people driving along Archer Avenue between the cemetery at what used to be called the O'Henry Ballroom, and seeing a woman hitchhiking. She's extremely beautiful, always seen wearing this gorgeous white gown with blonde hair that would make Marilyn Monroe proud, and piercing blue eyes that old Blue Eyes himself would approve of. While most accounts have her in a white gown, most, there are some who have seen her wearing a shawl along with a small purse and dancing shoes. Now, once she is in somebody's car, and as they begin to get close to the area where Resurrection Cemetery sits, she asks for the driver to stop. She gets out, enters the burial ground, walks some distance before vanishing. When it comes to the vanishing hitchhiker of Cook County, the story goes that long ago, a woman named Mary had been at the ballroom with her boyfriend. Things they were going swell. She was having a fabulous time. Well, that was until they got into a huge argument. She was upset and rather disappointed of how the night was ending up, and she storms out of the ballroom, and she starts walking the long distance back home. It's wintertime in Illinois, and anyone who has been there during the winter knows just how frigid it can get. It was freezing ass out that night. Now suddenly a car appears out of nowhere, slams right into this poor young woman, don't know if there was fog, if he targeted her, what. But he hits her, and the culprit speeds off, and guess what, you guys? Sadly, he's never identified or apprehended. Her heartbroken family, they bury young Mary at Resurrection Cemetery. There have been many sightings of Mary, the vanishing hitchhiker, throughout the years, throughout the decades. 
Many times it occurs during the cold winter months. That's when she's most active, they say. And she really stands out because not many women would be wearing a dress in Chicago in the wintertime. I tell you, when I went last year in the end of December and the first part of January, freezing ass. To say it was freezing ass, well, it's completely an understatement. And I grew up living in cold places. New Mexico sure knows how to get cold. Colorado, hell yeah, baby. I lived in Del Norte in San Luis Valley for so many years, and it is freezing cold. There's just something about the Chicago cold, though. The wind. Oh, my lanta. Resurrection Mary is considered one of Chi-Town's most well-known ghosts. And perhaps because of her story, a hit-and-run victim, cut down in her prime, maybe perhaps she's one of the most loved as well. While some may have seen the apparition of this woman, others' experiences have been more on the bone-chilling side. Picture this. You're driving. Maybe you're listening to your favorite song. Maybe a book on tape. Hell, perhaps you're listening to your favorite paranormal podcast. Whatever floats your boat, that's what you're doing in the car. You're not distracted in the slightest. Your eyes are on the road. You're paying attention to your surroundings like any good driver would be doing. Well, suddenly the road that was once clear a second ago now has a woman standing in front of it. You slam on your brakes, but it is too late. You hit the woman. You hear a sickening thud, crushing sounds due to the impact. Your heart is up in your throat. You feel like you're about to lose your lunch right there, shaking like a leaf. You get out of the car, expecting to see a woman laying there. Nothing is there. Did you imagine this? No. No, you didn't. That woman, her her piercing blue eyes, those eyes, there was no imagining that. You looked into each other's eyes as if you were the only people on the surf before impact took place. But how can it be? Nobody can just walk away from what just took place. Yet, you are the only person there. You are all alone. That's utterly terrifying. That's all I have to say about that. And apparently, in justice, some drivers experience just that. They are on Archer Avenue, minding their own business, going on with their day, when tragedy strikes. It's not always the same. Some people say that they went right through her and didn't feel a single thing, while others definitely felt impact. Either way, when they look around, investigate the area, nobody's there. To many people, the vanishing hitchhiker may be just some spooky story you share with your friends around a campfire. Just an urban legend, a myth, a tale to share with young children. But to many people, it's all too real, and it's no laughing matter. For they have hit her with their own cars, seen her with their own eyes, some having full conversations with her, her voice ringing in their ears. Yes, to many people, Resurrection Mary, the vanishing hitchhiker, is extremely real. So who exactly is Mary? There are guesses and speculation of the identity of Resurrection Mary. One possibility is Mary Bragavi. She was a beautiful 21-year-old woman, and sadly, 
On March 10th of 1934, she is killed by a hit-and-run driver in downtown Chicago Loop. She's buried in her favorite dress, which you would think would be white, right? Because that's what she's seen in. But no, she is buried in her favorite dress, which was a beautiful orchid color. She rests eternally at Resurrection Cemetery in an unmarked grave not too far from her parents. Reported sightings of Resurrection Mary start back in the 1930s. So the time frame, well, it makes sense. Another person who many believe Resurrection Mary to be is a young girl named Anna Marija Norkis, who was leaving O'Henry Ballroom when she was killed in a car accident one day in 1927. A short article was released sharing this, and it's titled, Girl Was Killed, Five Hurt as Auto Falls into Ditch. And it reads this, quote, One girl was killed instantly, and five other members of an automobile party were injured, one probably fatally. Last night, when the automobile in which they were driving went right off the road into a ditch and overturned at Harlem Avenue and 66th Street near Argo. The dead girl is Anna Norkis, 12 years old, 5421 South Neva Avenue. She was crushed under the car. The injured are William Wasner, 32 years old, 3148 Auburn Avenue. Loretta Gwatz, 14 years old, 5312 South Nottingham Avenue. Adam Lipinski, 58-year-old. August Norkis, 42 years old, 5421 South Neva Avenue, and Sophie Norkis, 18 years old, 5421 South Neva Avenue. The deaths raised the 1927 county to 510, unquote. And another possibility is a woman named Mary Miskowski. She was in happy, spooky spirits as she was on her way to a Halloween party one October night in 1930 when she is hit by a car as she attempted to cross the street, and she's immediately killed. So, all these women that I mentioned all died around the same time the sightings started to take place. The true identity, though, of Resurrection Mary will most likely never be known. People continue to see her to this very day. The three girls I mentioned all died due to vehicular accidents, so it is no shocker that many have experienced these phantom accidents with hitting a woman with their car. Reports of this happening by terrified citizens occur in 1976, 1978, 1980, and 1989. One of the reports from 1989 came from a woman named Janet who at the time was going for a ride with her friend. When they suddenly see a woman described as being very pale, and she steps right out in front of their car. Was this intentional? Was she suicidal? Was it an accident? Was she even aware of the car's existence? Who knows? Like many cases, there was no impact, no sound, no sickening thud. Obviously, nobody was there. But they know for a fact that they had hit someone. Talk about terrifying. Now, mind you, these are reported incidents. God only knows how many people have experienced this and either hit and run or were too embarrassed to admit to it and what have you. I mean, I'm sure there are many cases that have gone unreported. (laughs) 
While doing research for this episode, I found many personal encounters shared online regarding Resurrection Mary, and I wanted to share a few of those with you now. On unsolvedmysteries.fandom.com, I read about a couple named Claire and Mark, who in 1930 had an encounter with the ever-so-popular Mary. They saw her on the street and immediately turned around to see the street now vacant. Quote, I really didn't think there was any ghosts. You, you hear these stories of these old ghost tales, but it's never happened to me. I must say, I think I'm changing my mind. I was just looking out the window as we were going down the street, and there was a girl walking on the right-hand side of the road. She was bright, very bright, like illuminating. She was walking very slowly, and I remember thinking, oh my god, it's Resurrection Mary. And I can feel my stomach starting to turn. I was very frightened, I have to admit it. It did scare me, unquote. In 1939, a gentleman named Jerry meets a gorgeous woman at the Liberty Grove Dance Hall. They're enjoying each other's company, and they dance the night away. They even sneak in a couple of kisses. She asks him at the end of the night for a ride home, and they head towards Archer Avenue. As Resurrection Cemetery pops into view, she tells Jerry to stop the car. And as she gets out of the car, she vanishes before his shocked eyes. He believes that this was an encounter with the very famed Resurrection Mary. The 1970s was a very active decade when it comes to sightings and reports of Resurrection Mary. In 1973, a woman in a white dress matching Mary's description was seen going into Harlow's nightclub on Cicero Avenue. That same year, A cab driver anxiously enters Chet's Melody Lounge, which is across the street from the cemetery, asking about a woman and if she had got in there. Apparently, she had gotten a ride from this individual, but never paid for the fare. She, too, had the same description as Resurrection Mary. On HauntRave.com, I found an encounter that took place in the mid-1970s that had to do with a gentleman who was driving through the area when he sees a young woman standing right by the cemetery gates. She was wearing a beautiful white dress, and he could see her hands holding on to the cemetery gate bars. Now, according to this man, she looked extremely sad and distraught, and this led the man to believe that, hey, perhaps she's locked inside the cemetery. Perhaps she was visiting her grandma or somebody, in the cemetery, paying her respects, lost track of time, and shit, she's locked inside now. The concerned citizen heads straight over to the Justice Police Station and reports a woman possibly being locked in the burial grounds of Resurrection Cemetery. Well, a police officer, he gets there, the woman, she's no longer there. The eyewitness shared with the authorities that he had seen her standing at the gate holding onto the bars. So the police officer goes to that specific area and he starts investigating the scene. To his shock and amazement, he sees that two of the bars are contorted and bent. They were actually pulled apart from each other. The area where they were bent had some sort of burn mark on them. And it's said that there were handprints there too. Well, word spread 
about this encounter, and people wanted to see the evidence for themselves. Many people came to Resurrection Cemetery to check this out. Word is they eventually had to cut the bars out because they couldn't get rid of the evidence. Many claimed that this was not paranormal or supernatural at all, but that doesn't stop several people from believing that, in fact, mm -hmm, it was. In 1979, a cab driver picks up a woman, and in his words, She was quite a looker, a blonde. She was young enough to be my daughter. 21 tops. This is his story. Quote, A couple miles up Archer there, she jumped with a start like a horse and said, Here, here! I hit the brakes. I looked around and didn't see no kind of house. Where? I asked. And then she sticks out her arms and points across the road to my left and says, There! And that's when it happened. I looked to my left, like this little shack, and when I turned, she was gone, vanished. The car door never opened. May the good Lord strike me dead. It never opened. Unquote. The taxi driver had described this woman as being young, beautiful, wearing a white dress with party shoes. Sounds like Resurrection Mary to me. The final spooky experience that I want to share I found on ChicagoReader.com, and it has to do with a gentleman named Fence, who shared an encounter that he experienced decades earlier. And it sounds a lot like a page right out of the Book of Legends. He goes out one evening for a good time. Some major dancing is in order. That's what he wants to do. He dresses to kill. He puts on his favorite suit. God, he looks good in that suit. With a distinct tie, which is a beautiful vibrant red with luau hula girls. He hops into his convertible. Guess what? It's a gorgeous day, so he has that top down, taking advantage of that. Because not every car could do that, but his can. He gets to the dance hall, where he spends the beginning of the evening, smoking a fine cigar, and, let's face it, drinking some liquid courage. When he finally asks a gorgeous woman that he noticed earlier, if she'd like to dance with him. Guess what, you guys? She graciously accepts his offer, and they dance several songs together. From their time together, that fateful night, he learned this about his dancing companion. The lovely woman's name is Mary, and she lived in the Brighton Park neighborhood. And as he danced with this ever-so-beautiful woman, couldn't believe his luck, he cannot help but notice that even though it was a warm night, I mean, remember, warm enough to have his convertible top down in this car for the drive, and even though she was in his arms, she was ice cold. She was cold to the touch. Like Chicago's frigid winters, she was frigid. And at the end of the night, Mary, she needs a ride home, so he happily offers her one. They had spent all night dancing in a loud club, so he was pretty stoked to get some quiet time with her. Who knows, maybe they can go out on a date sometime in the future. Well, they're now in his car on Archer Avenue, and Resurrection Cemetery comes into view. And as they approach the cemetery, she demands that he stop the car. 
He's kind of confused as this is not the Brighton Park area. She gets out, warns him that even though he may want to, to please, please, please do not follow her. She then walks up the cemetery gates, places a hand on one of the bars, and she vanishes before Vince's eyes. While he respects her wishes and not investigating the matter, he does show up the following morning. And he searches the cemetery in hopes of finding her. But no luck. No. Well, thankfully, Vince had a good memory and he recalled the address that she had given him the night prior. So he goes to the house and he knocks on the door in hopes that he will see the blonde beauty that impressed him hours earlier. A woman answers the door, but it's not the Mary that he had danced the night away with. He asks if she is home, and sadly, the woman shares that her daughter Mary went out one day, four years ago, and went to dance with some friends from their work, a place called Brock's, and that one of the boys crashed the car, and Mary sadly went right through the windshield, and she died before she could make it to the hospital. Shocked, he could not help but noticed that behind the woman sat a photo in a frame on a nearby mantle, and in that photo was a picture of the woman that he had danced with hours earlier. Resurrection Mary. So next time you're driving in Cook County, in the village of Justice in Chicago, Illinois, and you see a woman on the side of the road wearing party shoes and a beautiful white dress, it may just be Resurrection Mary looking for the next ride. This week's special city shoutouts go to Upper Grand Lagoon in Florida, East Kilbride, Scotland, Johnpur, India, Jebek, Belgium, Abington, Virginia, and La Crescenta, California. As always, everybody, thank you so much. It is greatly appreciated for making Paranormal Prowlers Podcast part of your day and hoping it's a wonderful day at that. Did you enjoy this week's episode? Listen to the others. They're all spooktacular. Haven't heard every single one yet? Well, there's really no need to worry. You can binge listen at this very moment by hitting up any of those podcast platforms such as Downcast, Pocket Casts, Deezer, Podcast Republic, Apple Podcasts. Basically, wherever you may roam to hear any of your other spooky podcasts, you'll probably find Paranormal Brothers Podcast lurking in the background. Thanks, everyone, and I will see you next week.